So today, we're thinking about Acts. We've just been hearing about Acts, haven't we? In the Acts of the Apostles, people were used by God. People being used by God. And all of us, I bet, could just stand up here now and for five or ten minutes just say, oh, God told me about this and tapped me on the shoulder this week about it. And that's a real encouragement, isn't it, that God is using a wonderful couple like this. It's brilliant. Kira's going to come and speak to us now about Acts as well. And she's just going to do it. I don't know. We only met on Friday. And uh, so I don't know how she's going to do it. But we know that Kira loves God. And she's got something to share. So can I come and pray as you come up? Thank you, Lord, for Kira. And Lord, she knows you. She's your wonderful daughter. So Lord, help us to have our ears open as you speak through her to us this morning. We bless her for stepping out and, and doing this this morning as well, Lord. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Um, but I've tried to cover um, the main areas. And um, as for scriptures, um, we might not read, actually read them. I'll just refer to what they were. Um, basically, I was going to introduce myself by saying that um, I'm from London. I come from a large family and I do community work. I've been a Christian for uh, over 35 years. And I wanted to begin by asking, um, has anyone here had hands laid on them? Has anyone here laid hands on others? Has anyone here sent away badness, spirits, or demons? Like praying some bad things to go away from someone. Has anyone spoken another language they don't understand by the power of God? Has anyone taken poison and not been harmed by it? I think we all have because our food isn't that great. (laughs) (laughs) And has anyone picked up um, a dangerous snake and flicked it away like Paul did into a fire? So we're not that... um, Amazing in the power of God. So I think Acts is relevant for us. Um, That's why that little quiz. Um, So um, I want to just give an outline of what I'll be covering. You've covered the Gospels recently. So after the Gospels, then what? Um, That's the question I'll be answering. Uh, Jesus told them to wait. Ask them to wait for what? I, I shall look at that. And then we'll look at what happened when what they were waiting for came. Uh, the consequences of what um, happened and um, the meaning for us and what we can do. Um, I could say that the Old Testament was um, about God. The Gospels, I could say, were about Jesus. And Acts is about the Holy Spirit. Uh, Another way I could look at it is to say that God was revealed um, through Israel in the Old Testament Uh, God is revealed through Jesus in the Gospels, and in Acts, God is revealed through the Acts of the Holy Spirit. Uh, The key verse is um, that, uh, for this talk that I'm giving, the key verse is um, Acts 1.8. It goes kind of like this. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. 
<clears throat> I could title the talk uh, Holy Spirit Power. So um, if you feel that that's something that would be useful for you, um, <laughs> keep your ears um, open. Um, so um, going into what Jesus said uh, for them to wait for, he said to them that um, I will send you the promise of the Father, as you heard from me. Um, John baptized with water, but I will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. This is in Acts 1, 4, 5, and 8. Um, and again, he says that you will be witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Judea Samaria, and the ends of the earth. Um, here in that scripture, Jesus says that, as I spoke to you, as you heard from me, and um, I wanted to explain what, what he's referring to. And he's referring to, I think, um, in the Gospel of John, for example, in John 14, verses 15 to 18, 23 and 26, he talks about, if you love me, you'll obey what my commands are, and I will ask my Father, and he will give you another comforter to be with you forever. He's the spirit of truth. And um, he also says that um, the world can't accept the Holy Spirit, neither sees him, but you know him, and he lives with you and will be in you. And he says, I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. If anyone loves me, um, they will obey me. They obey me, and my Father will give them my father will give them the Holy Spirit. So basically what I'm saying is that the Holy Spirit is a gift from the Father for those who obey him, and we obey him by listening to the gospel and submitting to the gospel. So the Holy Spirit is a gift uh, to God, to us from God. And um, Jesus also said that it's better that he goes away because if he goes, then he can send the Holy Spirit. Um, again, in, that's in John 16. Uh, verses 7, 13, and 14. Luke 24, 49, he says that um, wait until you get power from on high and so that you're clothed in power. There's a point to all of this. In Acts 5, 32, um, he says that you will be witnesses when the Holy Spirit um, is upon you. And in Ezekiel 36, 26, 27, we're told how God will give us a new heart and he'll put a new spirit in us and he'll take our stone hearts away, and he'll help us to keep his commandments. Um, so going into the book of Acts, um, what happened when they waited for the Holy Spirit as he had commanded them? He said, wait in Jerusalem. Uh, they went and waited in Jerusalem, and then all of a sudden, actually this is where we could do some reading, all of a sudden there was a mighty wind. If um, someone could kindly read from Acts 2 verses 1 to 4 and 5. So we see that the Holy Spirit comes in power and there are Jews from everywhere. And um, I'm sure you've all read Acts and you know what happened, how exciting it was that people got saved and um, there were miracles happening all over. People believed, they repented from their sins. And um, we are told in Acts 2, um, 38, that um, if you repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus, um, you'll receive the Holy Spirit. This is for you and your children, and as many as are afar off whom God shall call. Um, so really, uh, the, the Holy Spirit came in power upon them.
for the gospel to um, come to live the gospel and to see the gospel. So people believed, they got saved, and they had the power of God. Um, This was the effect of the Holy Spirit. Um, But when people believed um, and changed their ways and their lives, um, for example, um, they devoted themselves to the teaching of the apostles and fellowship, breaking of bread and prayer in Acts 2, 42 to 47, we see that. They began to live holy lives, but this was in opposition to um, what religious leaders liked or preferred. And um, they didn't like all these miracles and all these people changing their lives. So they opposed what was going on. Um, And um, also the authorities um, didn't like what was going on. So we find that, um, uh, first of all, just finish off, sorry, backtrack a little bit, to Acts 2, um, people um, started sharing. They gave up everything they had to share it. Um, and they broke bread from house to house. They were glad and they were sincere and they were praising God with joy and favor and God was adding believers. This is in Acts 2, 42 to 47. So those are all the positive things, but um, the negative things are that um, the miracles um, caused opposition. So the church was persecuted and they were troubled, um, they were imprisoned, they were beaten, all kinds of things happened to them. And um, the, the point of, of, of the Holy Spirit is that the more they were persecuted and troubled, the more forced the more, the more the ends of, uh, of um, the And um, he became the first martyr. Um, and um, Peter pulled a lot. Um, in the end, He um, had a vision of Jesus on the road to Damascus, and he got converted, and he also got persecuted like everyone else um, who was preaching the gospel, but by the power of the Holy Spirit, they got stronger and stronger. Um, And then uh, James, the brother of John, was killed, and Peter was next. But what we see in Acts 12 is that um, the church prays earnestly, and um, to their amazement, they gather together and pray. They pray, you know, the tongues are a promise from the Old Testament and also from Jesus who says that they'll speak in new tongues. Um, so they prayed earnestly, and I'm sure they used the new tongues. Um, and as they were praying, Peter was released by an angel um, from prison. Um, but it was so serious that afterwards, the next day, the guards were killed, the guards who um, the angel took Peter past. Um, and um, there were many things that happened in Acts that are similar to that, in that uh, people cried out to God, people were bold by the power of the Holy Spirit, and God delivered them. Um, I'm going on now to uh, the significance um, for us is that um, the power of the Holy Spirit it helps, he helps you to overcome opposition. Um, he helps you with your own shortcomings. And also in the armor of God, uh, as soldiers of, of the gospel, we need to wear the armor of God, which is in Ephesians 6. And um, you need to have um, the Holy Spirit as well, building you up and making you strong, um, uh, using the uh, sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Um, So also we're told in scripture to rejoice evermore, to in everything give thanks, to make melody in our hearts and 
talking to ourselves in hymns and, and songs and so on. In other words, to always be positive and to be in victory. And the only way we can do this and achieve this is by having the power of the Holy Spirit upon us, similar to the people in Acts. Because the people in Acts, the more they were opposed, the stronger they got, it seemed. They were not phased. They were not, you know, dampened by anything they saw around them. My suggestion is that we declutter our lives from useless and vain pursuits, that we prioritize the kingdom, that we seek first the kingdom, that we give ourselves to these things totally, that we think about the zeal of, there's a scripture that says the zeal of your house has consumed me, that we remember that the scripture also says that if you are neither hot nor cold, I'll spew you out of my mouth. Um, my suggestion is that we remember our first love um, and to do all these things. The way the access to all of this is through the power of the Holy Spirit. So the, um, the book of Acts, how I look at it, is that it reminds us of how far away we are from what we can be in Christ and what God is happy to do in us through Christ. But the way to access this is going to be through the Holy Spirit. He's told us to go and make disciples, and he's told us to... Um, he's, he said to, to, to them to stay in the city until they were clothed with the Holy Spirit. Uh, he's told us to go and preach the good news and all that. But I want to suggest to us that we stay, we wait on the Lord until we have more of his power. And I want to suggest to us that we pray more. We spend more time in the closet praying. We spend more time in the prayer meetings, for example. There's the ones being introduced here at 8 o'clock. And I want to suggest to us that we actually use the tongues a bit more. We don't think that there's something that stopped a long time ago, but it's something that's relevant for us to empower us. Praise the Lord.